Hello everyone, welcome to another, well, a little bit different episode of Zingness. A little behind the scenes note real quick, we are actually recording this on Sunday, it is being released, if you are listening to it the day, it comes out on Wednesday, so if any news happened in between, we'll cover it next week. But we wanted to release this in time for the return of Copperhead. Yes. So, of course, Ellie is here as well, and you got me, Zinger. No, like, you have a response or anything? Yes. Good. <laughs> so we will get to our team coverage of Copperhead, and by that we talk to a, a good chunk of the team behind the yeah. book later in the show. So don't Exciting. forget to go out and buy your copy of Copperhead today. That's that's weird to say. That's that could be a tongue twister. Copy of Copperhead. Copy of Copperhead at your comic book store. Oh wow! I know. I know. Copy of Copperhead at your comic book store. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so we will get to that, but we've got some news this week, and I apologize. News, news, Because last week, I completely forgot to talk about this. With all the other Marvel news that was going on, I completely missed mentioning that apparently the Gambit movie is still into, is still supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And Channing Tatum is still attached. Not upset. To be the... Cajun hero himself. <laughs> thoughts, real quick. Hmm. I wonder what my thoughts are. You're just going to enjoy it because it's going to have him in it. Does Gambit have an outfit where he doesn't have a shirt on? Well, he has that one outfit in the comics where it's like skin tight. That's, but I'm sure they can make it work. I mean, that works for me. Um, I'm excited for the movie. It's one of those things I love Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So don't get me wrong, um, but I feel like it's a um, it's a Ben Affleck Batman scenario for me. Interesting. Um, Explain. Well, because even though I know you've explained this like ten times, but still, <laughs> um, defend your argument. I, I okay. So um, I like Channing Tatum. I don't know if he's like the best choice for Gambit, um, but. I'm willing to give it a try. I was wrong in my initial impression of Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. I thought I was like, really? Him as Batman? And then he totally blew me away. I thought he did a fantastic job as Batman. So that's kind of how I feel with Channing Tatum doing Gambit. All right. I have to see it, but it's like, it wouldn't have been my first pick for Gambit. All right. Yes. I'm going to say this, and I might get some flack for this. Okay. I feel the X-Men or or characters revolving around the X-Men movies, because I know of your disdain for me saying that for the Logan movie, that it is not an X-Men movie in your opinion. It's uh, No, it's not. But I, <laughs> I consider it in... I mean, it's, of course, in the same universe, and I consider it kind of rubbing shoulders with other stuff. Hmm. My thing is this. They're hit or miss. Logan's obviously a hit, out of the park. Oh, it's fantastic, yes. Apocalypse. <sighs> Maybe sometime we'll do the X-Men movie, <laughs> says our... <laughs> Especially the first three. Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just... Here's the thing. Why not? Why not? Oh, you, have, you mean a, a Gambit movie? Yeah, I mean, and, and by that oh, logic, no. I mean... I've got to have Rogue, though. I, different Rogue. I want a different Rogue. Okay, you know that, um, crap. I don't remember what it's called. I want the 90s Rogue. Well, I want the, the, you know the, the hey, comic, sugar. But you know the, um, the, it was like six issues, I think? Yeah. I have the... Oh, yes, yes, yes. You've, you've mentioned this. That On the podcast? I'm not sure. I probably have, actually. I think you have, actually. Um, that Gambit in Rogue, I would love. See, I want You the, know what I'm talking about, I, I right? know, but... Okay. I want the 90s Rogue. 
I, I want the one from the TV show, the animated TV show, the one with, the, what was it? Just, just Have a, you read the series I'm talking about, though? I might need to find it. Yeah. Because I know that's her more recent version where she doesn't have the big hair and she does looks not. like 90s yeah. out. Yes. But I want her to be able to fly and be able to do her powers that way and not be somebody I'm who... I'm pretty sure she can fly in this yeah, series, Yeah, because it's, 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 yeah. it's the newer looking version of her, but she still, of course, has yeah. her classic powers. Right. So that's that's the thing I, I would I would want a very strong version the, the the strong version of Rogue with the stolen per se Miss Marvel powers. Right. Right. But, and if you don't know anything about what we just said Sorry. Rogue's a complicated character, she which is. I'm sure we'll eventually discuss the X Men on here I, in more I like detail her, someday. I but like her. Her storyline's pretty interesting. She's and, probably in my top ten. Female. I, I can believe that. Female characters. I can yeah. definitely believe that. We should do that sometime. So I think <laughs> I think we can we can land on optimistic. Yes. For the Gambit movie. As of right now. I'm always I'm up for any comic book hero movie. I'm not saying it's gonna be uh out of the park, but yes. I'm, I'm I'm willing to try. So Gambit definitely it, He's really cool if they do it right. Like, I agree. So hopefully, yes. I agree. And he's really uncool if they do it wrong. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Deadpool is the same way. He's really uncool if you do him wrong. And I'm talking about the same movie for both characters for that what? one. What? I know, right? But no, I was about Aww. to say, I got to make sure to include Deadpool in the X-Men discussion because his movies, I, I kind of vaguely put in with them as well since they do involve a lot of the X-Men characters. Mm-hmm. So that... That's that's kind of out there. We got more Marvel. <laughs> Marvel's been just. I, I yeah, think Marvel's been on times, our radar. We've had times where it was DC. We DC, do, DC. but I got a DC thing. Okay. So with the new seasons of all of DC's interconnected Arrowverse yes. shows. Gosh, I am binging like a fiend to try to be able to watch the current seasons. I I know you are. <laughs> Trust me, I know I'm, you are. I'm trying. And. And there, there's there's stuff going on in Gotham too, but but that's 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 not part of the Arrowverse, yeah, so that will not. wait. But it involves a character from Gotham mm-hmm. of sorts. Yes. Guess who was name dropped recently on an episode of Arrow? I don't need to guess, but go ahead. Go, no, 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 no. Tell the people then. Tell them. Bats. Yes, Bruce Wayne was name dropped, which Ooh. is interesting because are we going to get to see Batman? Mm. I mean, we've we've seen Superman. We've seen Martian Manhunter. Why can't... Just do Batman. Just do Batman. I like Martian Manhunter. I do too. I'm, I'm glad he's getting screen time again. He's so cool. He, he is an underrated character if yes. there ever was one in DC. Yes. Um, besides Booster Gold. Um, oh, jeez. But, no, I mean, I, I, I'm excited to see if they're going to develop on that or if it's just kind of a name drop. I highly... I don't know. I just... As sad as, this, as sad as this is, Arrow, I think, is going to probably be the first one to come to an end. Well, it as was a series. Out first. But I don't think the character is going to go away. I think he will pop up in other shows still. Kind of like when they had Buffy <gasps> and then people from Buffy went to Angel. Well, I was going to say the reverse of how they did stuff in the first place to where, you know, Barry Allen popped up on mm. there. Oh, it will oh, be reversed right. to where he'll start popping up in other people's shows gotcha. for certain things. That's like yeah, I said. Yeah, because Green Arrow was by itself. Well, Arrow, yeah, Arrow was. Oh, sorry, by itself Arrow for, was by itself for and, a season before Flash came, mm-hmm. and then they Legends, had of, Legends Tomorrow of Tomorrow and Supergirl. Yep. and they've done a fantastic job with with these with this kind of really cool interconnected stuff. They always, I know they I have love a big crossover. They, the they they have a big one this this coming. Well, they have to every season up I mean, that's now, which which has like evil Supergirl and evil characters. So I guess we'll have to. Maybe we'll discuss that when it comes out too, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of excited that there was a Bruce Wayne name drop. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. All right, back to Marvel news. So, Black Panther trailer, second trailer. Oh my trailer. gosh, that looks so awesome. I, I really enjoy the music. Yeah. For it, it's it's really gets gets you into the zone for this. It, it's it's really cool. I, I love the way it's looking. Oh yeah. 
but that scene where he's like in the foresty area with all the colors there is a comparison oh, actually between that and something else that apparently happened with him in the comics where he could like contact his ancestors oh is so, that what that's for i don't know it I don't was know. beautiful. I, I won't admit, I've read a little bit of Black Panther, mm-hmm. and I'm familiar with some stuff, but I'm not completely versed in him. I remember playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance mm-hmm. and, and having some missions in... In Wakanda. In Wakanda. But no, Wakanda looks really cool, and oh, it's it, really interesting. It's very, like, futuristic, steampunky, kind of. Like, it's weird. It, it is, and I know they point out in the other trailer, I know this is probably going to be a thing where they're going to point out that, you know, uh, Wakanda's just some third world country that, you know, there are a ton of cheap herders it and textiles. It looks very but, technological but, uh, to me. But, of course, they keep the actual city and everything hidden. Right. So, it's really interesting, and I thought that the whole speech at the beginning, you know, I've seen a god, I've, you know... Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted one of that wasn't one of that to end with, and I'm not going to eat your green eggs and ham. Oh, it, it, was, it was very kind of rhyming. Did, 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 did you pick up on that or not? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I'm just laughing at you. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it was it was just kind of one of those things. I'm like, I feel like I feel like the, I can make a joke out of this easily. I like the villainy guy look. He's really cool looking. Which one? Because you've got oh um, uh, well, the one that had like the. It was like shaved on the sides mm-hmm. and then the hair's Yeah, who, the one who had the opposing Black Panther or yes. I guess Black Jack. I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to look up more on that yeah, character. I'm not I will admit with... I'm I'm familiar with the claw. Ulysses yes. Claw and you you saw him use some kind of it wasn't a claw thing, but it was on his hand while he still had his hand. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's gonna happen earlier in the movie, but I'm sure in the he'll will get his arm robotic with, you know, all these gizmos and gadgets on it. And who knows? It's probably Stark technology or something like of that. Of course, that it's always stolen. Stark. That, that someone's stolen. <laughs> so who knows? We'll we'll see what happens with it. But I'm 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 very interested right. in, in Black Panther. And speaking of Marvel cinematic movies, we need to go see Thor. Oh. Well, we were gonna go see Thor anyways, but apparently it is getting phenomenal reviews, which. We are not going to take that into 100% consideration with our decision. Oh, no. As, as anyone who listens to this knows, yeah. I am a Thor fan through and through. I have enjoyed the previous two, but when I am told by early reviews that have not spoiled anything, but but stuff I trust, has said that it is way better than those and is on par with Winter Soldier, Okay. I'm like, all right, you're setting the bar a little high. I'm going to cut off my you know, intake of information now because I don't want to don't want to go in with a bias, even though I will have one of... Pro- I will probably go in there with my Thor hammer. That's fine. I will probably be like, yeah! So I'm excited for that. Um, so our, our, our one daughter is upset because his hair is short, though. It's not the whole movie, and I think I it's going to work. I think. I... It, plus, as she should know, if she is keeping up with the comics, which I know well, she she's not... not. <laughs> She would know that he has short hair currently in the comics. Mm-hmm. And there's some interesting stuff going on there. But I think her just her comment was she just loves the long-haired Thor. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens with this. Oh, my gosh. So I'm, look forward to, in the future, a... I'm just looking forward to Thor because it seems like it has such a great mixture of comedy and like just really crazy fighting I, scenes. The, and... the one, okay, sorry anyone, I'm not trying to spoil this. The one thing I did hear from the review was it does have a nice blend. They've kind of gone more. I get. I don't want to say ad lib, but they kind of let the actors, since they've mm-hmm. been in these roles for a while, kind of right. have a little fun with with the characters. That's cool. And yeah. I'm like, that's great because I mean, why why not? And and I'm excited. So look forward to sometime in November us giving our review of Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Yes. Exciting. But with that, we are going to go to a quick break. Oh, actually, actually, no, I got to point something out real quick. Okay. So the way we're going to do this is we did several interviews with different members of the Copperhead Family. Of the Copperhead family. So to break them up, you will hear this sound here. And that's, of course, normally our transition sound, but I just wanted to point that out, is that's when we're transitioning from one to the other to the other to the other. 
And of course, we'll come back after all those are done and wrap up the show with our special announcement. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. You've got me, Zinger, and I'm go- joined by the great Scott Godleski. Ooh, great. I, I know. I, I try to put a different moniker on each time you're on now. So, <laughs> so yeah. But um, he is the co-creator, and you are currently doing the covers for the upcoming Volume 4, correct, sir? Uh, yeah, I've been doing the covers for the whole book, actually, mm-hmm. the entire run so far. Yeah. Awesome. It's me. Well, um, you and you've you've been on Zingness several times before, so I try to think of new questions to ask you each time, and hopefully not as crazy as the last time you were on. Oh, uh, they're gonna get <laughs> just uh, expo- exponentially more sane. Uh, Ho- hopefully, and then and then we'll, we'll 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 get Ellie to re-spike that crazy back up again in a in, okay. in one or two more interviews, but. So on my like twelfth appearance, we'll just talk about the weather or something. Yes, yes, it, it will be very mundane, a very mundane episode. But for this one, so where do you get the inspiration to do the cover? What 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 inspires you from the book to do the cover art? Like, how do you come up with that? What's your process for it? Um, well, most of the time it's a suggestion from Jay because I'm just really sort of lazy and. <laughs> uninventive so usually he'll say oh this this scene was kind of neat we should do something like that or like he pays attention to what we've done previously so he'll be like oh you know we've we've done like three of the last four covers have had boo so maybe let's do uh clara or ishmael or something it's something i just i do not pay attention to whatsoever so then i'll just send him some things uh some you know two or three thumbnails and yeah we'll just go from there so i it's mostly him i do you know all the heavy lifting but uh, <laughs> usually whatever you see was his idea okay cool i i just wondered if it if like the covers always have to have something to do with what's in the issue or is it just kind of just whatever you guys come up with too yep and that's it that's that's uh that is the story of the covers. Oh no, it's just exciting. it's just something I wanted to ask about because I kind of am like, well, if he's not doing the, I mean, I'm sure that that you're still you're you're involved, but you're not as involved as you were for volume one and two. But you're going to be very involved for volume five, if I'm correct. Uh yeah, yes, that is that is correct. Um, so five, I'm drawing, but I'm also co-writing five. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's neat. <laughs> um, I don't know if we've talked about that. I, I don't know if I've talked about it on, uh, on our show. Um, but, uh, yeah, Jay was busy with some other stuff. He said, uh, I, I had planned to come back for five and he's like, well, I don't have a ton of time. Do you want to co-write the arc? Like, sure. I mean, that, that's what everybody does. <laughs> Um, I mean, uh, uh, up until you get paid to produce stuff, you're, you're just doing everything by yourself. So, you know, for almost 30 years, uh, anything I had drawn was based on something I had conceptualized myself and, and written myself. So, um, it, it's kind of neat to be able to, uh, to do something that people actually see now. I know that, that that is really awesome. I, I've 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 thoroughly enjoyed seeing it, definitely, and I know a few of our listeners are, are fans as well now of uh, Copperhead and, and of course your work too on other stuff that you've worked on. And you you had some news recently on another comic that you will be doing the artwork for as well. If you want to mention that real quick, uh, yeah, um, I'm doing three issues of Batwoman starting. I want to say in December. The first one will be out. Uh, it should be 11, 12, and 13. Well, yeah, so check that out. Well, I, I did not write that, though, so <laughs> they'll be good. <laughs> okay. Well, with, um, with the next arc coming up, is there any hints or any adventures or anything you, you can divulge to us about, about what might be going on? Because when we last uh, left Claire, she looked like she was about to get into a predicament. 
Um, well, so a lot happens in volume four. A lot of things. It, it's very Clara centric. Volume okay. four. Yeah. So, uh, then, um, you know, uh, where everybody is at the beginning of, of my arc is, um, it's kind of, I like to think of it as, uh, it's all about purpose. So everybody's kind of looking for their place where they fit in, uh, Boo's still mayor. So he's, uh, growing into his mayoral role. Clara was probably born to be. Uh, an officer of the law, but uh, but Ishmael, um, I don't, for fear of spoiling things, I'll say that Ishmael's always wanted to be a pastry chef. <laughs> so, volume five is going to be his struggle to sort of put aside the uh, bread for war and killing sort of aspect of his being and just sort of embrace being able to uh bake baguettes and feed the people of copperhead i i want to kind of say i feel like you're messing with me on this one but at the same time i don't 100% know 100 honest all right well i guess we'll have to see what happens in volume four that leads to this this very unique and interesting turn for a character oh man all right well that's um awesome <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome um so where can people find your work or other stuff that 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 you are normally up to sir uh i don't have a proper website um if you're looking for me and you're bumping around the interwebs um i guess i'm on twitter most regularly uh, i'm at scotty god that's s-c-o-t-t-y-g-o-d uh the same on instagram uh i've also got a facebook fan page that i never update um but yeah check out twitter and instagram and I, I'm, I'm pretty accessible though i don't uh post as regularly as some other pros awesome and you did mention that on your show too so if you want to give everyone a little oh, hint oh at that. yeah that's right yeah um yeah so i i you wouldn't know it from my appearance here, but I am actually the co-host of a podcast called The Illustrious Gentleman. I do it with Ryan Cody. We're both professional working comic book artists, so it's just kind of us uh, shooting the sh every week for about an hour, just talking about work and comics and I guess what it is to work in comics and just whatever else can fill an hour. And I've, I've listened to that on, I think I've listened to every episode of it by now. Fortunately or unfortunately, but it's it's always interesting to get to, to get the behind the scenes stuff from you guys on what you're up to and what you're working on. So that's always why I like to tune into it. Yeah, so that, that's it. Well, thank you very much, sir. And we're gonna take a quick break when we're back. More Copperhead stuff. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our special Copperhead episode of Zing This. I am joined by Thomas Maller. And, sir, if you don't mind explaining exactly what your contribution is to to the comic of Copperhead and, I guess, um, your job in general with comics. Well, I'm the letter and the designer on the book. I basically um, take... Jay's script and uh, turn it into word balloons and sound effects and place it there and then um, create everything necessary for the uh, credits pages and uh, cover design and stuff like that. And that's what I do in general. Awesome. And what got you, if you don't mind, um, what got you into this? Um, how were how you contacted? What, what, what got you involved with Copperhead, I guess, would be the best thing. I don't quite remember if I ever did a short story with Jay um, or uh, who got me in touch with him. Uh, well, we, uh, he, he uh, wrote me and uh, asked if uh, I wanted to letter a book uh, with him and also do a logo, and that was Copperhead. And then uh, he told me a few ideas he had for the Copperhead logo. Uh, I worked on those, and then Image rejected it, that, and we went with, a, with an Image-created logo. 
and I think nobody's ever seen that logo. Anyway, the lettering, uh, nothing really had to be adjusted there. Uh, Jay and Scott were cool with what I did. And um, so we've been working together since I think it was 2012 or I, I don't even know when we started. <laughs> Might have been 14, I don't know. Well, that's really cool. So I guess another question, if you don't mind me asking, is who would you say is your favorite character in Copperhead? Uh, I told the guys my favorite character is Mrs. Sewell. Mm-hmm. I just like um, how uh, she doesn't take any crap, and, and also she has heart and soul. And then, uh, of course, there are so many characters to like. I also like the Doctor a lot, and Boo, of course. But uh, if I if I really have to uh, f- uh, just point out one character, that's her. Awesome. And I'm going to torture you like I've tortured everyone else. How do you pronounce Boo's true true name? <laughs> uh, I always say Boo, even when uh, and I, and I think Boo when I'm lettering because it's just so hard to pronounce. I think it's something like. Budexo Zinifex or whatever. Budroxafinicus. Yeah. That's is how Jay and Scott normally say it. But yeah, it's just something I'm like, you know what, whenever I get somebody on now, I'm going to ask them. <laughs> a tough one. It, it, uh, it is. There was, there was a time uh, I used to play the Star Wars role-playing game, the old Western Games one, and mm-hmm. every character I created had a really hard-to-pronounce name. Uh, so... I kind of like Boo's name, but it is just too much. It's, there's too many consonants in there. Oh, that's, I feel like with, with an alien name, you just got to throw a ton of cons- consonants in there and just have it be the most unpronounceable thing possible to make it alien. Yeah, and then you have characters like Mrs. Sewell. Which is very simple to an yeah. extent. <laughs> well, awesome. And I, I know you work on some other comics as well. If you just want to point those out for our fans... Uh, the other Jay Faber book I'm doing is Elsewhere, mm-hmm. which uh, you've also just discussed in the past. And for some reason, I actually thought we were going to talk about Elsewhere today. I'm not sure where, where my mind was uh, for that. Uh, then there are two books with Jeremy Hahn I'm doing, The Realm, and I'm taking over the lettering on The Beauty. Uh, recently finished Four Kids Walk Into a Bank with uh, Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss. Uh, which is going to be collected in a trade collection in October, I think. Awesome. And uh, the other monthly book I'm doing right now is called Lark's Killer by uh, Bill William, and I think it's at Devil's Due. I haven't seen uh, comps yet, uh, 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 well, physical copies yet, so I'm not sure if it's even out, but I think it has been solicited, so keep your eye out on that. All right. And... there are two short comics that I've just done. One is with uh, Brian Winkler of uh, Knuckleheads. Uh, and the other one is an educational uh, short cartoon with uh, Elliot Blake, for whom I also lettered a uh, Nico and the Sword of Light comic for Amazon Studios, which should be available on Comixology. It seems like you're you're a very busy individual, it seems. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel that I am, but I know other letters who uh, clock so many pages per month that I'm wondering if I'm uh, being lazy and not doing enough. <laughs> uh, well, it seems like everyone on Copperhead seems to be busy with stu- with a lot of other stuff, so that's really cool. And I just wanted to thank you for, for giving us the opportunity to talk with you on here. Um, and definitely, as, as we've discussed in the past, definitely check out Elsewhere as well. I know that that is getting very interesting, and um, I guess if you could drop maybe hints at where possibly elsewhere or Copperhead may be heading in the next few issues, if you don't want to spoil anything, or just, is, is, is it going to get really exciting, or what, what, what should we expect coming up? Well, it is going to be exciting, but uh, the problem for me is that uh, when I get the script, the comics are already drawn, and it's... Um, Sometimes it's pretty close to uh, the print deadline. Oh, uh, wow. I have lettered uh, the next issue of Copperhead already, and I do have script and artwork for issues uh, 16 and 17. 
But I haven't looked at them yet, so I'm not even sure what's coming up. And for elsewhere, I have seen artwork for issue five, I think. No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's still out, and, and nobody's telling me. And I'm approaching this uh, kind of as a fan. This is uh, when I'm working on the on the pages. I get to experience like um, comic readers are when they read the book. So I'm, I'm trying not to spoil myself. Awesome. Well, that's that's definitely interesting, and it's it's I guess a cool peek behind the curtain to see like that you you are one a fan, and so it's your kind of experience the way we do, but also that you know you you have to, you're you're cutting stuff close with the deadlines and everything, I guess as well. Well, the good thing about the way Image handles books now is that um, they want you to have three issues in the bank before soliciting mm -hmm. uh, when you do a new property and then of course you have this off month and then the trade and then another off month and then uh, the next single issue thing uh, which kind of helps you um, stay on top of everything so we have elsewhere completely in the bank uh, the first arc and for Copperhead we are going to be done with the next arc uh, I think close to the time uh, that the first issue is out so awesome. I will know in advance, and uh, I know where it's heading, what, what this arc is about, uh, and I think it's a really nice uh, look. Uh, it's, it's another um, character-driven arc. Uh, also, uh, there, there is action in there, but uh, I, I really like that Jay focuses on characters so much. And I think that's why we enjoy it as well uh, here at Zingness. So. Thank you very much, sir, for taking the time to talk with us. Um, it was greatly appreciated. Um, we're going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we've got another interview with someone else from Copperhead. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our return of copperhead special you've got me zinger and i'm ellie and we are joined by a very special guest hello my name is drew moss uh professional comic book artist um illustrator and a pretty nice guy i think <laughs> <laughs> and you have and you've done the artwork for the last volume volume three and you will be doing the artwork for volume four which as this is being as you are listening to this. It is currently in your local comic book store, so go pick it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm actually um, finishing issue 18 uh, this weekend. Awesome. Awesome. So the, that arc will be completely done before, um, well, as it hits stands. So the well, the fifth, issue 15 does. All right. Well, that's, that is definitely awesome. Um, and... I just want to point this out. They this volume three was sort of a changing of guard because Scott had other stuff he was working on. So you stepped in. If you don't mind us asking, what was it like to step in and in into Scott's shadow? I guess or, or out of Scott's um, shadow. You know, it didn't really bother me at first. It mm -hmm. was uh, until until my friends started going, "Oh man, you know, how do you think he feels?" and uh, like coming into his his creation and then then working with it and I was like oh man I never even thought about it and then I got all nervous because Scott's really good uh, so I was uh, I was like uh, trying to emulate him at the beginning mm -hmm. but as the issues go on I kind of go back to myself uh, just because you know it wasn't really uh, disappointing. Scott per se or Jay it was more like you know all these people already read this book and I don't want them to come in and, and just kind of uh, tarnish what they expect like the level of quality mm -hmm. um, so yeah I guess that that would that was the the nerve-wracking part like at the beginning the fans were like you know pretty uh, accepting of yeah. me um, but uh, I guess near there was a point I know that people were like where's when is this book coming out because Jay kind of announced that I was taking over early yeah. like in July and the book wasn't scheduled to come out till October so around September I got a few messages like are you done and this and and uh, when are we going to see this book and, and and the crazy thing was is when they were messaging me I was already finished with the first arc Ooh. um so it, it it was like 
when the first issue came out, we were done completely with the first arc. So um, I, I guess people, I, I didn't read it when it was coming out before, but somebody told me that maybe you know at that that year and a half hiatus kind of spooked people yeah. a, a little. Um, so I, I totally understand, you know. Um, it, it, people love their books, and when they're worried that they're not actually going to come out, um, you know, they get a little antsy. Well, I will say this from 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 our perspective. I know I'm, I'm not going to try to speak for Ellie because I'm sure she'll count, con- contradict me immediately. <laughs> um, I actually had to buy both the first volumes, and then I got the single issue starting with volume three because I got introduced to it a little bit later, and I just fell in love with the book. And I completely see what what you said by you were emulating him in the beginning because it felt it felt like something he would draw, but it felt like you you sort of put your own thing onto it as time progressed throughout the arc, which I'm I'm really excited to see what Volume Four brings because I, I I enjoy your artwork as much as I enjoy his for some stuff. So oh, so I, I just you. wanted to say that I don't like I said I didn't want to speak for Ellie on that one. Oh yeah, no, it, it's fine. It's funny. Uh, I've actually listened to other podcasts where, uh, I, you know, I got a little criticism, which is great. I love that because mm-hmm. you know it, I get to grow. You know, yeah. Like I, I see what people don't like, and then I say, well, you know, I kind of agree with them, so you know, I'll make that change. Um, but th- there's this one cat podcast that was pretty ruthless. <laughs> Ooh, <Aww. laughs> well, we're we're very generous most of the time with with you guys, so at least there's that. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate it. I really do. Um, you know, I, we're those sensitive artist guys. <laughs> yeah, at least that's what they tell me, right? <laughs> right. Well, I just there there is one particular panel that stuck out to me. And I just, I don't know what it was about it. I just really like how it's, I guess it's very cartoony, if that makes any sense. Okay. And, and, it, and this is supposed to be a very serious comic most of the time, but it it just stuck out to me as, as something very cartoony, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm not going to say which pan, I mean, which page it's on, because I'm, it's, it's a lot easier. It's actually the one on the, about the creators on the back, and it's her running. I, I really just like the oh. way that, that she's, you know, drawn with her leg, like... Like just yeah. sprinting along, I just per- personally that was actually the test page I did to get the job. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was on the bottom of the test page because it's the chase, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that was a uh, because Jay asked me to do like a couple pages for uh, Eric Stevenson's um, to kind of get the okay on on uh, the like part, there, there's there's certain things in the contract, but so I could get the job and. Uh, um, yeah, that that I was a little worried because I tend to do that go cartoony. I exaggerate movements, so uh, but Jay, you know, kind of told me to be myself. So um, I guess that was me leaking through. <laughs> I, I just, I just, really, it was just one of those things where I was flipping through, and I'm like, that looks really cool. I, I very, very like that 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 little style it, it had for that for that <laughs> for that one panel. It was just yeah. caught my eye and everything. Um, I guess we're going to ask you a few more kind of copperhead related questions, but you kind of do something else interesting on Twitter that I wanted to have a talk with you about too real quick. So, so we were wondering what your favorite characters, character is from the series. The f- oh, man, I love Ishmael. Um, he, he's more prominent in the second, the, the arc I'm finishing now. Um, I like him a lot. I like Clara a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Clara for her brashness and just general surly behavior. <laughs> um, it, like, because, you know, it, it's like she doesn't take crap from oh, anybody. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I love that. And, you know, my friend called her an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's her charm, isn't it? Like, like she, like, she's, ex- I feel like she's trying to live up to something. Um, but all at the same time being herself. Uh, and I love that. I like Ishmael's like like mysterious past. Yes. Um, I love the way he looks, and I love the way he he kind of take care. He takes care of uh, Zeke. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that 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 kind of uh, popple like relationship he has with Zeke. Because um, it, it, I, I don't believe the I can keep calling him replicants, but the the the. What are they called? Um, the Arties. Uh, I, I like like they're not supposed to feel for people like that, and he does. 
Like you, you can definitely see like he cares mm-hmm. about it, and, and I like that. So those are my. T- I can't choose between, and I like Doc Mosley too. Okay, I just like drawing him. Oh, okay, and I, and I love that he smokes cigarettes in like in like operating rooms, uh, and he's <laughs> drinking all the time. And, and I think that's ridiculous, but it's awesome as well. But I think he's fun to draw. But as characters, um, Clara and Ishmael are, are probably my favorite. Well, one of my next follow-up questions that was going to be, who's one of your favorite characters to draw? But you you have answered that, so I was seeing if there was a difference there. Um, Ishmael's fun to draw too. He's got that that wicked hood, mm-hmm. um, and I like to change the animal skin that he's wearing, like because I think in this arc, the second arc, he's got a different animal like head. Oh, uh, cool. Because I mean, I, I thought well, and Jay didn't seem to have a problem with it, um, or he would have said something. Uh, like he sh- he should have multiple like different skins. I mean, he he's got to take that cape off eventually, right? And right. <laughs> um, and that's the kind of like Clara, you know. I, I put her in in street clothes a lot, just because you know she's she's kind of uh, uh, investigating more in the this volume three. So um, I just felt like she should be in more street clothes um, instead of in, like armor all the time. Um, and Jay was very receptive to it. He actually caught me on it on this next arc that you're going to see where I put them in armor. And then he goes, wait, 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 wait. They don't need to have it on right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh that's cool. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I like, I really enjoy drawing Copperhead. That's awesome. probably a, my, my favorite thing I've, I've done. Um, oh. Well, that is great to hear. I mean, we're, we're enjoying looking at the pages and everything. We're both excited about what's coming in Volume 4. Um, is there any hints you can drop to us about no, what to expect? I wish. <laughs> okay. I wish. You know, like, you're, there's just so much that happens. It's amazing. Uh, like, the every... Because Jay's really good at setting up the next issue. Yeah. And leaving you hanging. And he, he, he runs those subplots at the same time. Um, and he's really good about closing them up too. Like you know, some writers they do subplots, and you never find out about it till like way later. And you're yeah. Like, what, what was what was going on there? Um, Jay's really good at setting stuff, and then he shocks you. Like I, I remember. Uh, well, I can't even say. Well, he does this oh. thing. Oh. Like, <laughs> like now I want to know what happens, and he's just you're gonna have to wait until I give you the next script. You know, once you finish this one, you'll see that, and I'm like, oh. Oh, you can't leave me hanging like this. So, you know, maybe it's a way to get me to finish faster. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he there's some moments. There's, like, definite moments in this next arc that uh, I, I feel that people are going to go, wow, you know, I never even saw that coming. All right. All right. I guess we're going to have to wait to see if to see if anyone else will, will give us maybe more hints. But, but from what it sounded like from everyone so far, it's pretty – it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Well, you get. I will say you get to see Clara's past. Oh. So, like, I mean, because we leading up, you see, um, her ex. You know, you see him show up at the end of the the third volume. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You, yeah. You ominous. To, like, ominous. Him showing up. Say it because it's a like everything's a hint. Um. Because everything's not what you think it is, which uh. is which is crazy uh and it, yeah clara you you learn all about clara this next arc and uh, if you're a big if you like clara then this next arc's for you so i have um i have a prediction then since um scott dropped the bomb on what we're gonna know about ishmael all right i mean if <laughs> i think we're gonna learn that clara is really like a, a you know a ba like we talked about but she's into scrapbooking <laughs> See there, you, that, that no, that's uh, going to be her her passion, her behind the scenes. <laughs> well, see, you, you just ruined the scrapbooking montage I just drew. <laughs> uh, oh man, you're going to scrap that now. <laughs> uh, I got now. I've got to redraw it. All the 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 strange shaped scissors and, and glue. Uh, uh, all right. Well, final uh, Copperhead question before we move on to the other thing I wanted to quickly talk to you about. Okay. How do you pronounce Boo's real name? <laughs> oh no, you're gonna do it to uh, him too. Yes, I gotta do it. I gotta do uh, it. God, Buddha centrificus. <laughs> Buddha centrificus. I don't know. You know who says it the best? Actually, I think Scott says it the best. Yeah. Uh, um. 
And he did. He it just rolled right. Well, on remember out. he he pointed out how he was able to say it so well. Yes. He cheated and listened to the episode that Jay was on. Yes. Before he came on our show to say it. So it is. If I'm remembering correctly, it's Boudroxafinicus. Boudroxafinicus. Oh so. my goodness, that's Bless so hard you. to say. Yes, yes. I I just I was like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just gonna keep this gimmick up of asking how do you pronounce it. Yeah. I, well, you know, I, I just call him Boo. Um, I'm just getting used to really uh, like nailing his shapes of his of his body and his face. And then Scott comes back, and I believe I'm coming back for volume six. <laughs> I I don't know on that one. I know that yeah. um, Scott is writing and drawing five. Yeah, volume five, yeah. Yes. Um, because I, I think he's got some more DC work yes. lined up. He so. he talks about that when when in his interview with us. So yeah. Um, but yes, uh, from what I understand, I, I probably will be back for volume five or six. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six. Um, yes. I, I. You know. I, I always see them as issues, so it's like issue 23, I think it is. Something else I, I always seem to notice on my Twitter feed, and it's something that has always been something cool that since, since I started following you, it, it always raises an eyebrow with me, and I figured since we had an opportunity to talk to you... Oh, I love that. Why not discuss it? Hashtag drawing in the car. Oh, drawing in cars. Yeah. Yes, yes. Please explain the premise, the the origin, anything about this because it's yes, really interesting. Yes, we always need the origin story of everything. <laughs> well, the okay, um, I, I started this last year, and I didn't hashtag it last year because it was I just always put today in drawing with cars, you know, featuring Hawkman, brought to you by the letter I love four and and the number zero or number O or something, something ridiculous, but uh. Um, I started hashtagging it just because it made it easier for people to find. Because mm-hmm. people were messaging me about it, going, "Hey, no drawing with cars today." And I'm <laughs> <laughs> so well. The the reason there's a drawing in cars is because I have two sons. Mm-hmm. Um, my eldest is in high school now, but my youngest started preschool last year. Um, and yeah, he he's uh, six this year, so he's he's in kindergarten. Uh, he just he but he likes to see me first. Like, uh-huh. there's a line of cars, and if I'm not first, he, he like, worries or gets upset. <laughs> so, I get there So, you have soon. to get there. I was going to say, you'd have to get there pretty early then. I get there about an hour early. <laughs> oh, well, 45 minutes to an hour. And since I'm just sitting in the car, and I, I'm an addict when it comes to drawing. Like, you, I mean, I draw all day, all night. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm always trying to get better, so um, I'm sitting in there, and I, I just started drawing, and then I was posting on Instagram and Twitter, you know, that I'm drawing in the car, um, and eventually it became a hashtag, and uh, only time there's no drawing in cars is during the summer, because I, I'm not at school, <laughs> uh, but if it's during the school year, and I, I always po- I post it every day, and it has a little bit of a following, I guess, I don't know. People always ask me about it. I've explained this tons of times um, that it's just me sitting in the car in front of my <laughs> son's school. You know, whether and they're always commissions. I wish they were just for fun. Um, oh, I thought they were just for fun. No, oh, they're, they're, okay. they're all commission work. You know, because people offer to buy them, but yeah. they're already bought. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I work on comic book pages uh, if I'm running behind, but that hasn't been a while. So I, I've been pretty far ahead. Um, so uh, it's mainly just commissions. That's why it's such it's so eclectic. Yeah. When when you look at like I'll do He Man and t- I guess today was Wario. Yeah. Or Waluigi. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, awesome! Um, thanks for giving us a look into that uh, behind the scenes look at that. Um, sir, if you would like to tell our listeners um, some of the best places to find you on the internet or find your work um i'm on uh, instagram at druid moss um and on twitter at drew underscore moss uh all of those lead to like every they, they're circular so if you find one it'll lead you to the others um my facebook fan page i guess and my and you know if you find me on facebook and you want to friend me as long as you're not crazy i don't <laughs> care uh so <laughs> i say really 
silly things, and I, I, I don't know. I, I try to be really positive because uh, um, I'm too too old to be negative. So <laughs> um, it, I guess you can, like I said, follow me there or follow me on Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, we are very excited to to be picking up the first issue of Volume four of copperhead and hopefully our listeners will be doing the same um we're gonna take a break when we come back more zingness hello everyone and welcome to the final part of our copperhead welcome back extravaganza we are having you've got me zinger well, and I'm Ellie. And we are joined by the amazingly talented Jay Fabro. Hey, guys. How's it going, sir? I'm good. How are you? Uh, we are doing great, as always. A pleasure to have you on. Um, we just wanted to kind of pick your brain about what we can possibly expect from Volume 4 of Copperhead, since it is on store shelves as our listeners are listening to this. So Yeah, by all means. What can we expect? I mean, you you left us with a pretty interesting cliffhanger of sorts, or a pretty interesting predicament at the end of the volume yeah. three. Yeah, this is uh, this arc is going to be the one people have been waiting for. I think uh, when we're finally going to answer a lot of the questions about Clara that we've been teasing for three volumes now. Uh, so we're going to get to, to know her past a little more and what brought her to Copperhead and, and just what she's trying to get away from, uh, if anything. Uh, so, and, and the, the, the subplot with her, uh, with, with Zeke's dad coming to town, uh, you know, that's going to pay off in a really big way. And we're just moving some pieces closer together. I think it's going to be really cool when, when we, you know, finally pay off these things that we've been hinting at. So, and, and this this has definitely been building for a while because you have not really revealed that much about some of the characters. You you've kept a lot of it under wraps, and I think that I mean, just this just might be me just speaking out of turn or something. But I feel like it's getting to the point now with Copperhead and the newer volumes where we're really diving into the to who these characters are and what's really driving them instead of just the surface stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's honestly, as a writer, I think it's easy to ask questions and mm-hmm. tease possibilities that the hard part is then answering them in a satisfying way so that it's not a letdown to, you know, whatever you have dreamed up in your head. So I, and I, and I'm, I'm confident that, that we've provided uh, a pretty exciting and surprising uh, explanation for some of these mysteries. Awesome, and I know, like I said, I know it's been some of them have been from 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 issue one, actually, not not even volume yeah. from issue one. There's still yep. stuff that a lot of people want to know, and I guess we're going to finally get that revealed. Um, yep, I mean this, this arc doesn't answer everything by any means, but it it, it does answer some key questions about Clara. Uh, are we going to get any more in depth on any of the other characters, or is this going to be more focused on her with everyone kind of doing? their own thing it's, in the it's, it's mainly focused on clara in terms of the backstory clara and zeke um and, and then you know we have uh bigger plans for boo and ishmael coming up down the road yes scott spoke of these alleged plans with ishmael <laughs> and his inner turmoil about becoming a baker or a yeah ishmael is a surprising guy he's got a lot of people <laughs> and a lot of ambitions I think you guys are messing with us at this point. Well, I and I said, I what think... Is, why is it so funny that a man wants to bake? <laughs> are, are, are you saying oh, that he can't? Yeah. That he shouldn't want to? Oh, I'm getting called out. It's oh, no. Ver- it's very satisfying. It's a... It, 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 see, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just an inch... It would be an interesting, interesting development, and if I, anything. Well, that's... We, we aim to please. <laughs> And I told you that uh, Clara was going to release her inner scrapbooking um, it could tendencies. Be. You just never know. It could be. That, that could happen, too. You know, everybody's <laughs> going to have a hobby. That's right. A- apparently, after... I, I th- okay, apparently, Volume 5 is the hobby arc. Well, no, we could, they, sure. they could do a one-shot. 
and it could just yes. be, you know, yeah. their day off and what they do. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're, we're giving them ideas now, I feel. <laughs> or stealing. Stealing said ideas from them. Um, so I just got a question. Is there going to be any new characters that we haven't seen yet that are going to be introduced that might play a part in this uh, new arc? Let's see. In the new arc, I'm trying to think if there are actual brand new characters. Um, there's a couple. I mean, it's too early to tell just how major they'll be, but but there are a couple characters introduced uh, that will uh, be part of the the bigger canvas of, of the book. Well, awesome. I'm 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 excited. Like I said, I'm definitely going to be. Uh, probably when when people are listening to this, I will be either at a comic book store or in the process of reading, <laughs> or the, or waiting for the comic book yes. store to open. Yes, that that, that is a high possibility. <laughs> as anyone this listening to this should be. So since we're kind of wrapping up on Copperhead, just wanted to just discuss. Looking forward to the the current season of Zoo coming to Netflix soon, so I can binge watch that. Um, do you have anything you wanted to kind of plug or talk about before you go? stuff you're working uh, on yeah there's nothing where i can nothing i can really point to in specific but but the third season of zoo is is out on netflix as we speak so Yay. it's available now <laughs> and uh it's there uh for your uh binging pleasure yes. uh as as we all <laughs> wait with bated breath to see if we're going to get a fourth season i hope uh, so. and i hope we do because season three ends with a pretty insane cliffhanger can 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 you end any of your stuff without cliffhangers <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to keep people going. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's the point. <laughs> yeah. I figured I should ask. All right, we're, we're railing on you a lot today, Zinger. I'm sorry. Uh, apparently, it's just hate <laughs> on me day. Um, and, of course, you, you have your other comic that um, you yes. are writing as well, which yes, is... Yes, I have Elsewhere, mm-hmm. which which is uh, comes out monthly. Um, let's see... Uh, yeah, issue three just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, issue four, which is the conclusion of our first arc, will be out uh, in November. And then the first trade paperback comes out in January. Awesome. Oh, cool. So a great possible Valentine's Day gift yeah. for people. Yes, indeed. As, as you're like, hint, hint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it, it is a pleasure as always, sir. Is there any other little hints you might want to drop about the 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 new arc for copperhead uh let's see what can i leave you with um boy 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 uh i i i do think that lieutenant ford uh clara's old boss has probably the best cliffhanger we've ever done and it is gosh i honestly forget which issue it is uh i think let me double check here as to which issue it is. Is it 15? Yeah, it's the end of 15. So this Wednesday, oh. you will get the, the best <laughs> cliffhanger we've ever done. Yes. Uh, and you guys have done some good ones. So, I mean, this is that's... I guess we're going to have to... I, I guess as soon as you're done listening to this, make sure you're at a comic book store to buy the most recent issue of Copperhead. Yes. As always, sir, it is a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on again. Yeah, thank you, guys. And we're going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we've got some, some, some stuff to finish up with. Our own cliffhanger. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Camera rolling, and action. Hello, everyone. We are here with Bigfoot investigator and television host Pat Pennypincher. Pat, tell us, why did you ask that we meet you all the way out here? It's simple, really. This area has a long history of sightings, reports going back decades. Have you actually seen the beast yourself, Pat? On a monthly basis. A monthly basis? That's incredible. Look, here comes one now. Delivery from Pat Pennypincher. That's me. Thank you. What's that? And why did a mailman just deliver a package to you in the middle of the forest? This is my cryptid crate. It's a monthly box subscription filled with all kinds of Bigfoot-related items. Each month, a new box arrives packed with amazing cryptid-themed items. All I had to do was go to www.cryptidcrate.com to sign up. Wait a minute. Is this the encounter you were describing? Look at this t-shirt. 
awesome. I've never read this book before, and it's autographed. Look at this awesome patch. Holy cow, these stickers are amazing. I've been waiting to watch this documentary, and this is the coolest figurine. A Sasquatch watch. All right, cut it, fellas. No We're way. done here. It's even got fur on it. And welcome back, everyone. And don't forget, go to your local comic book store, pick up the most recent issue of Copperhead. Yes. And don't forget, the other three volumes are available in... Trade paperback. Ding, ding, ding. So, yes, that was fun to have a conversation with with all of them. A lot of fun. A lot of... What was that? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I got a letter for you, too. Thanks. You know you messed up our show opening. Yeah, and you constantly are walking around playing the fiddle now. It's really annoying. Can you, like, go? No. <laughs> Maybe don't cheat in a nerd fight. Really? We're going to go back to that again? I, I, I played it fair. I played it fair. I don't know what Toby told you. Don't you have somewhere else to be? Fine. I'm going to leave. But not because you told me to. I'm going to scare Toby. <laughs> Oh, by the way, can we borrow Toby next week for a Halloween episode? Yeah, I, I guess you can borrow him. I told you hanging out with Toby was a bad idea. See what you brought back with you? <sighs> I know. I don't know how he got here. It's really annoying, too. God, he's just so annoying. He constantly asks if I want to make deals. He won't stop playing the fiddle. <sighs> and he keeps on talking about that one time he went down to Georgia. It's a nice place, though. It is. You know, I can still hear you, right? Yes, yes, we, we know, know you, you can, can still, still hear us. Hey, are you going to open up that let- Hey, you want to sell your soul? I think he's done now. You know, I made a deal with a spider once. He vanished into a giant explosion of brimstone and fire and... Hmm. I should see if Toby's okay. Eh, whatever. Alright, let's open this. Oh my gosh, Ellie. We're in the Dark Myths Podcast Collective now. What? I know. Isn't that awesome? It's pretty awesome. I know. So now our fans can go to darkmyths.org to find other awesome podcasts with dark themes and other fun stuff like Rumor Flies. And they cover a ton of different stuff. I know we've talked about them before. Or the Not Alone Podcast. Great bunch of guys up there in Idaho talking about everything cryptid and creepy. Or the guys over at Blurry Photos, who we've had on when we were at Mothman. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's somebody else in there that, that we should mention. Hmm. Something about a transmission? I don't know. That seems very secretive. Hmm. I think there's one on there called Secret Transmission. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. But yeah, there's tons of great podcasts on there you should definitely check out. And now we're one of them! Yay! So we'll have details in the show notes, and we'll make sure for a while to point out every week some awesome podcasts that you should definitely check out. Yes. So with that, um, we're going to wrap up this episode today. So definitely check out everyone from Copperhead. Um, I'll have all their info for their Twitter accounts in the description. So if you want to follow them or see what they're up to. All of that will be in the show notes, as well as the link to the darkmyths.org. But of course, where can people find us if they want to listen to more of stuff from our podcast? Well, Podbean. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, as well as... Apple Podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcast, what do you do, Allie? You give us a under trois quatre cinq stars. <laughs> I'm assuming that means five. Yes. All right. We'll read those reviews on the podcast. You can, of course, join our Facebook group. Just search Zing This. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter, which is at Zing This. Find us on Instagram at Zing This Podcast. Find us playing some games every now and then at twitch.tv slash Zing This. Yep. If you want to help us out a little bit, you can go to patreon.com slash Zing This. And I will be putting out some more content on there very soon, including, (laughs) Toby's not going to like this one, I'm going to give a breakdown of the possible characters I will be using in the next nerd fight. 
And I say possible because I'm going to give a few of them so that if he happens to listen, I'll still have some options available to me. Mm. But I'll give the breakdown on why <laughs> I'm doing using them and everything like that. So look Don't forward, give it all away. Yeah, so look forward to that in the near future on there for the $5 and up category. Of course, you can find us on YouTube. Just search Zingness. If you want to email us directly, you can go to... Zingness at gmail.com. And this is a new one. Okay. Uh, along with our Dark Myths one as well. Sure. You can visit our Public store and buy Zingness-themed merchandise. We have a few of our logos on there in different varieties. You can get everything from t-shirts to mugs to stickers. And you can, of course, go to find our Public site, and all you have to do is type in, well, you can search us on there, but if you want the the link, it is in the show notes, or you can just go to tpublic.com slash zingness. Our sound guy is Aaron. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger. And finally, DJ Golden Boy 89 Play us out. Hey, I said it this time. Nice. Obviously, you've been up to no good. Been, uh, giving away your nerd fight picks to Zanger. What? Why would you do that? You you don't understand how serious this is. I'm just kidding with you. Thank God. But I did give him the deed to your soul. <gasps> no! <laughs> oh, quit your terrible acting. I'm just kidding.